Clark County Today is presented by Connell Real Estate. Hire an agent, get a team. Learn more by visiting ConnellRealEstate.com. Hey everyone, Chris Brown here with your Clark County Today video update for Tuesday, January 26th. Well, even as daily COVID-19 case counts are ticking down, Clark County Public Health today reported five more confirmed deaths related to the outbreak. That brings us to 161 confirmed and 14 suspected deaths blamed on the virus. 82 new positive tests were reported, while the case rate fell from 474 per 100,000 last week to just over 401 this week. Hospitalizations ticked up again, though, with 53 confirmed and 13 suspected cases, taking up 11.5% of bed space. In a more positive sign, the Clark County Fairgrounds opened as the first drive through mass vaccination site in southwest Washington today. Stephen Serto is Director of Pharmacy Operations for Albertsons and Safeway, which is assisting with the clinic. So right now we have uh, 10 pharmacists, one intern and a pharmacy district manager who are helping to administer the vaccine. And right now the thought is to do about 750 vaccines a day, and it's Tuesday through Friday, and depending on how that goes and the availability of some distribution of doses, this may continue on for weeks. Just don't know that yet. The Department of Health is funding the site and overseeing operations with assistance from the National Guard. After being vaccinated, firefighters with Clark County Fire District 6 are observing people for at least 20 minutes to make sure there are no adverse reactions. All appointments for this week have been filled, but there are hopes of a quick ramp up. Earlier today, the Biden administration said states could expect a 16% increase in vaccine allotments starting next week and lasting at least through February. Not on the list of people eligible to get vaccinated, most public school teachers. Battleground Public Schools will expand in-person classes to K-4 through students starting next week, but many teachers are urging the district to hold off further expansion until educators can be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. A number of them spoke out this uh, at this week's school board meeting saying they don't feel safe returning to the classroom with students whose families may not be taking precautions at home. The district said no student-to-teacher transmission of COVID-19 has been reported thus far with kindergarten and at-risk students in classrooms. Superintendent Mark Ross said he's also joining other top school administrators in pressuring Governor Jay Inslee to move teachers up in line. But Inslee said today that state metrics show in-person learning has a low risk of COVID transmission and that educators aren't being asked to do more than other essential workers. Teachers over age 50 would be eligible for vaccines starting in the next tier of phase 1B and there's some flexibility to allow school districts to vaccinate younger teachers if supply is available. Well, we can't yet say whether athletes in high or moderate risk sports will be able to play soon, but local high school sports leagues have given football and other fall team sports the go-ahead to begin practice next week. Here's Paul Valencia with our updates. The 4A and 3A Greater St. Helens leagues have had a change of plans again in their planning for high school sports amid the pandemic. The leagues now say football, volleyball, girls soccer, and slow-pitch softball teams can begin practice on Monday. Those sports, high and moderate risk sports, according to state guidelines, cannot hold competitions until the region is in phase two of the state's recovery plan. But athletic directors gave the go-ahead Tuesday morning to allow those sports to start practicing next week. Cross-country, boys golf, and boys tennis will also start practice on Monday. Those are low-risk sports, and they can also hold competitions in February in Phase 1. The 2A GSHL had already announced that its high and moderate-risk sports would begin practice on February 1st.
Uh, thanks, Paul. Appreciate you keeping an eye on that evolving story. In a world of political infighting and divisive rhetoric, the men and women who are supposed to be our leaders are often failing to set an example of how to work together. Here to share some more of her thoughts on this dilemma is Clark County Today Administrator Heidi Wetzler. Today we are witnessing an insatiable quest for political power with an anything goes mentality. The truth is often sacrificed if it undermines the end goal of gaining power. Our leaders have lost the art of compromise. Welcoming competing ideas is vital and is the only way for our country to move forward. The job of a free media is to protect its citizens by holding the government accountable. The number of media outlets that align themselves with a political party is a crisis of epidemic proportion. I would dare say that the responsibility of the media to do their job without bias is even greater than the responsibilities of those in office. I challenge our readers today to dive into an issue you have an opinion about and seek out someone who may have an opposing opinion and sit down face to face to discuss and then go one step further and believe that their ideas have equal value to yours. We can't wait for our leaders to model kindness and compromise. That's a runaway train. Maybe it can start with you and with me. Have an opinion on this topic? You can let us know by following us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That way you can be the first to see when stories are posted and be part of the conversation about what's happening in our community and around the world. Well, most school kids may not be in classrooms yet, but the Clark County Sheriff's Office is reminding drivers that speed limits in school zones are still being enforced. This is especially important as districts begin expanding in-person learning, meaning there will be more children around schools and playgrounds. Maybe we're not used to that. Speed limits in school zones are 20 miles per hour when the signs are flashing or children are present regardless of the surrounding speed limits. Also, keep an eye out for crossing guards and make sure you follow their instructions. It's the law. Speed violations in a school zone carry heavier fines, too, and you can't negotiate them down. Getting ticketed doing 30 in a 20 will set you back $139 normally or $237 in a school zone. Get caught disobeying school patrol and it'll cost you $231. Of course, far more than just your bank account is at stake, so let's all be careful out there. Well, finally this evening on the lighter side, our own Paul Valencia met up with four seniors from Union High School who've invented a new card game that's said to be unbearably cute. It started with a simple question. If you could make a card game, what would you do? Four seniors at Union High School answered that question, and six months later, that game is on the shelves at a local store. The Bear Game, with its art design and its very fun instructions, is receiving a lot of positive feedback from family and friends. Hi, I'm Joshua Helm, Head of Sales and Outreach. Hi, I'm Austin Lee. I'm in charge of card design and overall management. Hi, I'm Colton Harris. I'm in charge of game mechanics. Hi, my name is Steven Nguyen, and I'm Head of Art Production. So our project started back in early June. When Austin called me and just wanting to get a fun project going over COVID, we wanted to create some sort of card game to spend to just buy time during COVID so families could find something to distract themselves while they're stuck inside. We knew whatever we wanted to create was going to have to be family friendly and very fun and inviting. And we think we really accomplished that with our product. Uh, we wanted to go with bears because it's just a fun cartoon animal that also we can dress up as people and make them do some fun uh, activities as well on the cards. They're all very comical. They each have a joke on the bottom of the card. Yes, we have 54 unique cards with completely different illustrations, artwork, and just game mechanics. You can check it out at our website, which is www.thebeargame.com. And we hope you guys support us on our journey. Thank you so much. 
All right, thanks for that story, Paul. And that is your Tuesday check of the stories we're following for you at ClarkCountyToday.com. If you have a news tip or story suggestion, send us an email to news at ClarkCountyToday.com. You can also message us through Facebook. For all of us, I'm Chris Brown. Thanks, as always, for watching. We'll be back with you again tomorrow.